This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We had a little bit on Joe Burrow, but we're going back to the tape. Joe Burrow told his teammates right after the game, he said in his press conference, I played bad. I'm going to hit those balls next time. I'm never going to miss those. And even Jamar Chase, he had his Instagram live going on. And of course, people are going to pre, they're going to screen record it. And it's going to make social media. But he told Joe, hey, I'm on my Instagram live. And Joe's like, man, I played like crap and use another uh, word. And, and Jamar's like, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. Uh, what did Joe look like? Uh, not good. <laughs> not what I expect, at least. I mean, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think he was terrible but it was worse than any of the eight games before it. It was probably his worst game since Cleveland. Um, it wasn't good. I mean, he missed balls. He had highlights. Like if you just watched highlights of this game, you probably thought he played well. He has the multiple evading sack highlights. He has the no look pass. You know, you just watch the bomb, the chase, and you think, oh, it's fine. Missed that deep post to chase. He got pressured on that. Couldn't fully step into it. Probably could have gone out a tiny bit quicker. Um, and then the other one is uh, he missed that fake screen and go to Higgins. Those were the two huge misses, missed touchdown opportunities. I thought other than that, he just wasn't as accurate as you'd expect. And I thought he also didn't make the optimal decision each time, which I can usually expect out of him. So I think he's right when he says he didn't play well. No, was this would this be a good game for like a median level quarterback? It'd probably be an okay game for them. When it comes to Joe Burrow, though, this is not a good game because he's an MVP candidate type of quarterback, and you expect more. And I I don't think he strings together two of these games in a row. I know that there could be some idea of well, this Ravens defense might just have you know something to do with this, and there's truth probably to that a little bit. He hasn't played well against the Ravens this season. I also do think while it's overblown a little bit, they didn't show everything that they're going to do. Um, I, I did mention, and I'm still upset that they ran that fake screen and go because, oh man, if it was me and maybe, I, maybe I'm just stupid, but I would have ran that the first play of the, of the wildcard game. I would have ran that the first play because I feel like you run all those screens, you see how they react to it. You have the mild worry to me that's like, well, they're also going to see how they're reacting to that screen. But I feel like those guys are going to be so confident after they've taken down all those screens. Like, oh, you're going to try to run another? And then that's when you hit them. That corner fell down on the fake screen and go. That was trying to cover Higgins. Oh, man. The place would just erupt if they ran that fake screen and go for like a 70-yard touchdown on the opening play of the game. It's so annoying because they should have put 40 up. 
they really should have. Um, yeah. I mean, there was the, the Jamar Chase touchdown in the end zone. That that was a Jamar Chase. Not not. I wouldn't blame that all on Joe Burrow, but the T. Higgins, I agree. I think oh, yeah, they, the, the other Jamar Chase that he kind of dropped. It was a hard yeah. catch. Yeah, and yeah, one hundred percent wasn't easy, but it's Jamar Chase and the deep ball to T on the right side, which T didn't reel in. Yeah, I mean, everybody didn't play that well. That's that's I think the the gist of it. But you have to think, and obviously I'm not using excuses because the Bills went out there and then they won their game against the Patriots. It's just been an odd week. Um, yeah. You know, you have the Monday Night Football stuff. Joe talked to the media on Wednesday, said it really hasn't game plan until today when they walked into the building. Um, so it just kind of felt like an odd week, to be completely honest with you. Go from Monday Night Football to um, Sunday, not saying they played the whole game, but still just something to keep an eye on. And I'm glad they actually got that game in this weekend because you want that before you go in the playoffs um, just to kind of get back out there again. And, um, yeah, I think everybody overall on the offensive side of the ball could play better. What did you think of the run game? Run game was fascinating to me. I don't know. It wasn't really good, but it was fascinating because they ran things they've never run before. And you think of the offenses, vanilla, when you talk about the passing offense, which we could talk about that in a little bit. I don't know about vanilla so much, but I have a take on it. Uh, but the run game was fascinating because I have no idea why they ran one of my favorite concepts that I've never seen them run in my life. Uh, it's called crunch and it's combining wham and trap together. So the tight end, you leave the tackle, the tight end blocks him, you leave a, an, an end, the guard, I think you actually leave both tackles, and the tight end, wham, blocks one, the guard blocks the other tackle, and then you go to the second level. They actually kind of messed it up a little bit, but it didn't matter uh, because it still got like seven yards because it just worked. Um, but it was like, they ran that from pistol too. I've never seen them run pistol either. So it was like a double whammy of like, okay and they didn't look bad like it looked like they practiced it it wasn't like they just went out there and like hey let's just put this on tape it was like a they look pretty good running it like that like maybe they're gonna try that again at some point let's see how the defense reacts when we do this type of thing and they worked really well they also ran tackle power where they pulled the tackle instead of the guard and it wasn't like an adenogy versus collins type thing they pulled from the left side so it was jonah instead of volson they've pulled volson on power a lot this year like every time they run power it's to the right side with volson pulling so it was fascinating that um jonah was the one who pulled on that and that was another good gainer then other than that they did do the kind of more vanilla some wide zone stuff that they haven't really done that much, but I was just fascinated by a few plays because I was like, they they've never run this. Like, what is this? Is this just like a knuckleball to just completely throw them off? Like, what are you doing? We watched every snap of the run game and you didn't do this play. Oh, uh, I need to know the Samaj P run Lee. Was it, was it really holding? Oh, ticky tacky call. Like I, I, I could see it because I think, it was one of those he there was a little bit of separation and you could see the hands on the jersey which is legal yeah nobody ever calls just because you have hands on jersey um it's it's when it gets pulled and he ends up pancaking him into the ground and you could see hands on jersey so i think ref just sees the space between them he sees the guy go to the ground and he just throws the flag to me not holding i thought that was i thought it was a good block and it was actually it wasn't so much a pancake although he did finish him as that player tried to dive and make the tackle and when you are blocking a guy and they kind of just suddenly dive and try to make a tackle you might see slight jersey pull um so not holding to me 
but I don't think it was an egregious call. Like it wasn't like, I can't believe they did that. Uh, like I've seen some of those where a guy gets pancaked and then they call holding. You're just like, that was just a good block guy. <laughs> this one was a good block, but I could see why it was called. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We'll go to the passing game. Uh, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase out there. What did you think overall from the two wide receivers? And then I want to get to a little more with with Chase and Roquan Smith, too. Yeah, I, I, I thought the wide receivers didn't play that great. I thought Chase played better than Higgins. Higgins, to me, seemed kind of not fully in in there. I don't know if it was the hits he took or if it was just, you know, that I'm sure what happened with Hamlin affects him more than anybody else because of being the guy who, you know, yeah. was there that got tackled. Um, but as much as he could say he's fine, I, I don't know. I, I did think he looked a little bit out of it. Um, I also do think that the Bengals passing offense – was to me they ran stuff they haven't run in weeks and i think the the hypothesis i've put together is they ran the passing offense from weeks one through five and that would include the ravens game where they didn't pass the ball that well but they ran a a zeus concept which is a deep out from the slot and a short in from the outside they haven't run that since like week four they ran hoss juke a whole bunch they haven't run that since I don't know. It's been a while too. I, I'll just say like week four or five. Um, they, I think they've run that one a little bit since then, but they haven't run it like, like that. And they still got to some of the stuff they're going to do. And they have done just general concepts that everybody in the NFL runs your slant flat dragon, your double slant lion concept, your stick, they even got the stick nod. Um, but for the most part, it felt to me like the weeks one through five passing offense. I didn't see drive levels, um, sale, uh, just a lot of the stuff I've come to expect as the Bengals passing offense didn't see it in that game. So I think that's when you hear all the guys talking about, we called, we had the Ravens in mind for next week and didn't want to show everything. I think that's some of it. And they probably know that stuff could be coming because they're going to watch film of the past eight games. You don't just watch your two games and go, man, we did a good job. Uh, But uh, you watch the, the other games too, where a defense might not have done a good job and you'll see that they get to that, but it's not just the coaches knowing what's going to happen, but it's also the players reacting to what they see on the field. So when you don't, you haven't shown them your staple, your new staple concepts, they're going to have to react to it live, even if they know what they are. So did the other seven teams in the past seven weeks. They knew what was coming and they didn't stop it. And I think there's also still more growth coming because these, the Ravens like the Bills, like to play a lot of quarters. And what's the the first touchdown in that Bills game was a, um, a Mills concept with chase on the inside Boyd on the outside. And that post is uh, the post against quarters is just a good thing to run in general, if you can occupy that safety. So I think they might get to that. We'll see. Um, but 
that, that it was just it was to me it wasn't so much vanilla as in they didn't run anything all those screens too uh that was just to set up the fake screen and go and they missed and they blew it uh but eh, maybe you still get away with it they were still playing aggressive on those screens after that uh but yeah i i, I thought it was interesting because it felt like they limited their playbook to the the first half of the year passing offense rather than having the whole menu open I'd love to be in those meetings this week to see what they're uh, they're going over for for this playoff game because I feel like we're going to see things we haven't seen yet in regular season against a really good Ravens defense. I mean, I know we talked about it on the podcast on Sunday, but yeah, they rested a few starters on offense. They're still legit defense, and it's still going to be a tough game when you face them in the first round despite not knowing who the quarterback's going to be. But I'm going to stay with the wide receiver group. Jamar Chase, Roquan Smith. Obviously, a big day for Smith getting that contract extension. It's very telling. I, I played wonder, really well. He did. 100% played well. Played well. And honestly, good for the Ravens to pick him up. Not a huge fan of him being in the AFC North. <laughs> but, hey, that's just what it is when you're in the AFC North. You got some tough defenses that uh, Joe Burrow is going to have to go against for a while. Makes you question, hey, what are you, what are you doing with uh, Lamar? Even though Lamar, I feel like he gave a, a supportive tweet out today for the contract. Um, I want to stay with this situation because I heard on the post-game podcast, and I don't remember if it was Paul Dane or Jay Morrison, but they went up to Jamar Chase after the game because there was a lot of talk about the end zone after Jamar got up. Smith came over and just kind of did an extra, like, little, 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 uh, little what would you call it? A bump? A bump. Little shoulder, bump. shoulder bump, shoulder check. I don't know. Little bump, you know, maybe some replay after Tyler Boyd went down and a little football over to Jamar Chase. From... That was a lot of petty. A lot of petty. I would describe it as. I wouldn't describe it as dirty. I think people call it dirty, but to me it was more petty and kind of trying to get in his head. So this is where I'm giving Jamar credit. Obviously he can play better, and I really think we're going to see it again this weekend. He was, as you mentioned, the better receiver out there. Credit to Jamar Chase because he kept his composure when all of that happened and just moved away. And, and one of the reporters asked him after the game, you know, what was going on there? He took a, he took his cigar, took a big old um, puff of it and just, and he, that's all he had to say when they, when they asked him about Roquan Smith and he was like, they're like, did you know, did you want to say anything? Did you want to do anything? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, what do you want to do, do, do to him? And he's like, I can't tell you. And just kept it all in and just went about his way. And I can just appreciate that because, yes, you know, this guy is fun to watch in the league. He's still young and he's a really mature guy when he's out there. And I, I can just appreciate it from from Jamar Chase, because like you mentioned, that guy was just trying to get in his head a little bit and he's going to do it again on Sunday. And Jamar just walked away from all of it. And I can just appreciate all that because they're going to keep doing that. To me, the bigger deal with what Smith was doing wasn't the petty stuff, but they would blow the whistle on like forward progress and stuff, and he just still body slam the guy. And I was just like, "Oh man, that's uh, that 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 that's too much." But hey, whatever. It made me nervous about just like watching that game as like this game doesn't really matter. Why? What's going on? And then you see him body slam. I'm just like, leave him alone. Save it for the playoff game, you know. <laughs> and Probably going to do it again this week. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can – it's different ref crew. Maybe they'll have a tighter whistle. I do think the last one was pretty loose about all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, that, he played well. It's hard to say, you know, whatever about him when he plays well. It's not like he's a bum out there and doing all that. He's he's confident. He's cocky. Uh, Jason's too. But uh, 
he uh, does a little little extracurricular. You just don't let it get in your head and chase. Good job. You get up. I want to do something, but I'm not going to because of the team. Now they're up thirty. <laughs> Chase is probably pulled, but I think maybe that's what you. Oh yeah, he's not out there. He's not out there. But I, here's your revenge. Just get a touchdown on him. Just get another couple touchdowns on him. Be like, just walk yeah. right away. I got it. But you mentioned the officials, and I don't know if I told you this. They were actually the same officials from the Super Bowl. Yeah, you mentioned and, that. Yeah, and so one of them. They let uh, stuff go, other than, I guess, that Logan Wilson hold. I mean, well, we've seen this before. Um, but I joked with one of them because they were really close to where my family season tickets are. And I said, uh, did you see what happened with that Logan Wilson call in the Super Bowl? And he just smiled. So that's all we got from Is that. Is that the one that stole the quarter? No, it was a different one. It was a different guy. I didn't keep track of their numbers, but he just smiled. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, we're never going to answer on that. Uh, did you, sorry. Did you hear Joe Mixon paid $100 for that quarter? What are you? Why? They didn't have a quarter. And he asked one of the, <laughs> I don't remember if it was like a, a, a low-level trainer or something, like one of the assistant trainers or something. But he got a quarter from some assistant. And he gave him like Venmoed him a hundred dollars or something like that. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that trainer got a hundred dollars, but that is insane. You could have found a quarter somewhere and pay. Oh, he could have just he he does the catch in the stands, right? Yeah, just yell out, "Anybody got a quarter?" Uh, the fans would go electric probably too because they know what's happening. One hundred percent. It was just well done. It was well done, and Chad Johnson said he's going to pay the fine. Chad bought a ticket for the playoff game this week, and he is sitting in the stadium instead of. It should on be the him and Hoosh as the rule of the jungle, right? It's going to be pretty cool. Can't wait for that. And obviously, we'll get to more of uh, what Ravens Bengals wild card playoff on Sunday Night Football looks like. Let's flip to the defensive side next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.